I've even seen people do like GoFundMes for their weddings as now too. I don't know. I think crowdfunding for your wedding is a little bit weird. It's a little tacky, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I mean, if you want to <laughs> start a GoFundMe for me. <laughs> it's tacky, but I'll take the money. <laughs> this is Almost Prepared, the podcast that will help you prepare for any situation that life throws at you with Jamie and Victoria. Dum dum da dum 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 da dum. <laughs> Jamie, we are chatting about weddings today. First, can I ask, is it dum dum da dum or is it da 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 dum? You know, in the wedding march. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'm always just done dum dum da dum. I'm a little nervous about talking about weddings because I don't know much about them, and I haven't been invited to a lot of them. So it's like, I feel like maybe people think I'm bad company at a wedding or I'm like bad luck and their marriage is going to be like forever sullied or something. So I'm going to like take a step back today. I'm going to approach you with caution, make sure that we're good. What's the best wedding you've ever been to? Probably my brother's wedding because I was in the wedding party. I was one of the uh, the groomsmen. Oh, yeah. That was kind of a cool experience to got, get a like a behind the scenes kind of look at what goes into it. You get to be in a whole lot of photos. We were at the like the head table. So we got to eat first, which was awesome. And he had, um, instead of a traditional wedding cake, my brother's like me and he likes glazed donuts. So they had a glazed donut wedding cake and it was so delicious. It was really cool. What I love about you, Jamie, is you're all about the food. Like, it's like, tell me about your favorite <laughs> wedding. You're like, so they had glazed donuts and we got to eat first. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so how many weddings have you been to? I don't know, maybe like 10, maybe 10 weddings. I've emceed. Oh my gosh, I'm actually surprised you haven't emceed more weddings. Like that actually, that I'm surprised Are by that. Really I think surprised? I've emceed like maybe, yeah, because I feel like you'd be a really, really good MC. I do. Ask anyone who's listened to our podcast and I'm pretty sure they don't want me to be talking at their wedding anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Well, obviously we keep it PG or whatever, but yeah, I've emceed, I think like six weddings. That doesn't surprise me. I think you're a great public speaker and clearly a very likable person. And you've also been to a lot of <laughs> weddings. Jamie. So wait, wait, your favorite wedding, like, are you including your own in that? It's my wedding is my favorite wedding. I feel like if I don't say that, then there's a problem. So yeah, yes, is that obviously, weird? Jamie, my wedding was my favorite wedding. Can you guess how much the average wedding costs in Canada? I don't know. Maybe 20000 Even that, I feel like, is a lot of money. It's just shy of $30,000. It's $29,000. $29,000. On a wedding, know, like a right? one-day event. But you know what? I can see how it can get there. Things add up really fast. And I feel like as soon as you say this is for a wedding, the prices change. It's just like boom, boom, boom. Just skyrockets. Mm. Oh, I want to buy a cake. Oh, sure. What kind of cake? Are this one's like $50, $60. Oh, it's a wedding cake. Oh, okay. This one's now $250 or $300. <laughs> it's true. I tried to, <laughs> tried when I was um, pricing out things and they're like, oh, what's it for? I'm like, a birthday. 
<laughs> an anniversary <laughs> party. Like I tried not to say wedding, but it's sometimes hard to just keep going along with it because eventually I felt like I had just let it slip. And I was like, no, it's for a wedding because they asked so many questions. <laughs> right. Couldn't lie. I guess if you were going to say like uh, it was a birthday or anniversary and you're like, oh, yeah, I, I want a little groomsman and a little bridesmaid on there. They're like, for <laughs> For a birthday cake? <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Don't worry. <laughs> I was going through my email the other day and I found a clip of something I said on uh, one of my radio shows a couple years ago. When it comes to proposals, do you go big or do you keep it nice and sweet? I don't foresee myself getting married anytime soon. I mean, unless I put a ring on the cat. That's <laughs> exactly. Really, that's really sad, actually. <laughs> put my life in perspective in 30 seconds. I love how you are going to marry your cat. <laughs> this is a TLC show, if, if you have never heard of it. <laughs> like my strange wedding, yes. <laughs> JB out here marrying his cat. Has your opinion on weddings changed? Uh, oh, God, I'd hope so. I feel like as I'm getting older, I'm more excited about getting married and having kids and just being a little bit more adult. Would your wedding be really simple or would you go over the top and spend like $30,000? If I'm spending someone else's money, then I think it'll be a little bit more over the top. But if I'm spending my own money, then I'm going to be so cheap. I'm going to be so reasonable and be like, guys, we're doing this in this like this little shed here. Okay, there's going to be 10 people invited. You get one piece of meat and one piece. No, <laughs> it'll be a little bit less extravagant. <laughs> you know what I've seen though? And I've just like heard from other people, they've gone to weddings where they've cut the cost so much because they've had food trucks. And I've oh. never heard anyone say, that they've had a bad experience at a food truck. The food's always so good and it's just, it's so affordable because you're not, you don't have like people like coming in and serving you. Like it's not a plate of dinner. Mm -hmm. You don't have to like hire caterers. You just have a food truck roll up and then feed everyone and then that's it. You know, I've worked in so many different industries, like whether it be hotels or restaurants and all this stuff. I literally thought of this. I'm like, a way I can cut costs at a wedding is if I just go back and like invite people that I used to work with that are still in that industry and like, yeah, you can come to my wedding. You'll have to serve, but you'll get to come to my wedding. You know, <laughs> you have to serve yourself and the guests at the table, but it's fine. <laughs> That's what you do. You put a server at every table and then there you go. So my mind is blown, Victoria, that the average wedding in Canada is costing almost $30,000. And I'm trying to wrap my head around what are you even spending that money on? The most expensive part of a wedding, venue, food, alcohol, photographer, and florist. Is it one of those things where kind of like what you were saying, like if you were to book a venue regularly, it would cost X amount of dollars. But if you're going to be booking it for a wedding, it'll cost more. Or is it because people want certain dates and certain times? It's crazy to me how like a venue will cost like $10,000 for a night. Oh, I know. It's actually so crazy. We lucked out because we got married in the off season. We got married in the winter. And on a Monday, because mm. we got married on a New Year's Eve and New Year's Eve that day fell on a Monday. So mm. our venue was like half the cost of what it would be if you were to book it out is say from like May until October, like the peak season. Um, so that was one way to cut costs. I do know some people who have had weddings on a Sunday to cut the cost too, like Sundays of a long mm -hmm. weekend. It really depends on what you want. Like it's, if you have like a Sunday wedding, know that, you know, not a lot of people are probably going to be staying 
being late and partying because they're probably going to have to get up and like go to work the next day. So you just have to keep those factors in mind. Like when you picture yourself getting married, like what matters to you, you know, for us, when we Mm -hmm. got married, we really just wanted our friends and family to come and have a good time. Were you guys not super cold being outside? Jamie, our ceremony was outside too. We actually lucked out. Like it wasn't too, too bad. <laughs> it, was, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was cold though. It was around minus 10, but there was no wind. I swear if there was a little bit of wind, I would have been like, hey, everyone inside, like this is way too cold. <laughs> but our ceremony was quick. Like it was to the point, you know, like it wasn't like an hour long mm-hmm. ceremony. It was just like, boom, boom, boom. Let's get the party started. <laughs> In Alberta, especially having an outdoor wedding in the winter time, like Albertans are tough when it comes to the winter, but like to a degree, you need some heaters and some thermal mitts and whatnot to keep yourself warm. And I feel like we also saved um, money too by having a toonie bar. So, you know, okay. So us coming from Ontario, toonie bars are like a so faux pas. You know, it's all about the open Mm -hmm. bar in Ontario. So Mm -hmm. I was really apprehensive about doing a toonie bar. My relatives from Alberta and like our friends from Alberta, my husband was like, no, 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 like toonie bars are standard, like it's fine. And actually my friends from Ontario were like, toonie bars are awesome because it actually held us accountable. Mm -hmm. Like we didn't just like go up to the bar, grab a drink and then put it on the table and like forget about it. There wasn't that much waste. For $20, you can still get 10 drinks. You can have Um, a great time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Like it was just a way to keep you more accountable for your drinks because you're paying something for it. Have you heard of a social? No. What's that? I learned about it when I spent some time in Manitoba. So a social is kind of like a little get together that you have before the wedding. And I guess it's for people that you didn't invite to your wedding. So they can kind of have like a little pre-ceremony where you guys have a little party and they're able to donate gifts and you can actually get sponsors from like local businesses and whatnot to sponsor raffles and gifts for the bride and groom. And you have a little party and you can collect stuff from there. That way people that you didn't invite to the wedding still get to be a part of your celebration, but just not the actual day. So you can still keep the cost down and still have the benefit of seeing everyone too. I'm not going to lie. I would feel so offended (laughs) if I was invited (laughs) to your social where you want me to spend money to pay for your wedding and give you a gift, but I'm not (laughs) invited to the wedding. Aren't you? Like, doesn't that just sound so... Like, I would be like, that's so rude. No? <laughs> well, <laughs> I like, I got invited to a couple socials when I lived in Manitoba. And I liked it because I didn't know the bride and groom really well. I met them briefly. So, so why were you for invited? people like me, I was like, yeah. Because I met them and, you know, I knew them for a little bit. So like after a couple of months, they're like, yeah, we're having a social. Cool. I'll go. It reminds me. I'll have a good it time. It kind of reminds me of, um, in Ontario, they have stag and does. Where they're mm-hmm. kind of like socials, but... I would hope that the people going to the steak and does are also invited to the wedding too, but it's a way to raise money for the couple to throw their like wedding. And maybe I should correct myself. Maybe, maybe it's not just people that aren't coming to the wedding. Maybe it's a combination of both. I know the socials that I went to, it was specifically people. I feel so <laughs> it was specifically so people. <laughs> no, but I was honestly. <laughs> You're happy? You were happy about that? I was okay with it because I also, for me, going to a wedding of someone I don't know really well is awkward. So I'd rather go to a social and have a really good time and then have like no obligation to go to a wedding. But I think about it of like, say my best friend that I've known for 25 years 
if she got married and had a social and invited me to the social, but not the wedding. I'm like, now we have a problem. (laughs) That's a big thing. (laughs) I would be for like friendship over. That to me just sounds so rude. Maybe that's why it's a more of Manitoba thing. Cause I've never heard of it until I lived there. So. Oh my God. <laughs> Jamie, how long do you think the average engagement is? I'm assuming about a year. Yeah, 13 months, which makes sense because yeah. depending on what time of year you get engaged and then what time of year you want your wedding, like you need time to budget your wedding and then also plan mm-hmm. your wedding. And I mean, if you're doing a social to raise money for your wedding, you have to plan that in there too so <laughs> that you can afford to pay for your $30,000 wedding, which is so crazy. No shade on people who have socials. How long was your your engagement with Garrett before you guys got married? It was a while. It was over a year and a half. It was long. It wasn't that long ago, Victoria. (laughs) (laughs) I know, it's crazy. I think having a little bit of a longer engagement, whether it be a year, a year, a year and a half, two years, it gives you that time to make sure that you have the plans to get everything the way you want it to be. And especially now when we still are in the middle of a pandemic and everyone who had weddings planned for 2020 had to literally switch up everything at the last minute in a sense and either push it back or uninvite people to the wedding and whatnot. So, you know, I, I think when you have a longer engagement, it gives you an, uh, an opportunity to plan for foreseeable and unforeseeable circumstances. I feel for for these COVID brides, I really do. And I say brides, not grooms, because let's Thanks. be honest, it's <laughs> the bride's day. <laughs> it's the bride's <laughs> day. She's been planning this since she was a little girl. Like this, it means a lot to her. I could not imagine planning a wedding and then it turning upside down on me and then not being able to have a wedding and having to postpone it. And especially mm-hmm. going into 2021 now, it's like, you don't know, like you have no idea. It's kind of just like, you know, maybe I should just do, you know, a simple backyard wedding with 10 of my closest family and friends and just like mm-hmm. call it a day. And then when COVID's over, do like a huge reception after. But I also feel for the brides who are like, no, like I want to wait it out. And I just want to have my dream wedding. Like I, mm-hmm. I honestly don't know what I would do if I was in their shoes. I know what I would do if I was in their shoes. <laughs> you're gonna actually, no, I actually do. know what you're going to do. No, you are going to host a social and invite a couple <laughs> hundred people to it, raise a buttload <laughs> of money and then have a wedding with just you and Kyle somewhere and a loaf <laughs> and just have a down like, payment on a house. That's what you would do. Well, really, I would rather spend $30,000 on a down payment for a house than have a really expensive wedding, personally. I like yeah. I couldn't imagine spending that much. But also, if you think about it, two guys getting married, the costs are going to be, I would think, significantly less than a guy and a girl getting married because the wedding dress alone is going to cost enough money that I'm not going to have to ever spend on myself or Kyle. Can I tell you that growing up when I would watch TLC say yes to the dress and Mm -hmm. the girls are like, oh, like my budget is like $2,500. I'm like, you might as well just wear a garbage bag. I'm like, there's nothing in this store for you. And then when I got married, I'm just like, Jesus, I'm like $2,500. Oh my God, that is so much money. I'm like, I better find something. You know, it's just like your perception of money changes so much Mm -hmm. as soon as you start planning a wedding. Was that your budget for your wedding dress, $2,500? Yeah, that included alterations and stuff. You know how expensive alterations are? 
It's insane. I didn't even think alterations would be a, an additional cost when it comes to a wedding. My wedding dress did not cost $2,500. But uh, that was my budget for it. Just because I watched TLC say yes to the dress and I'm like, Jesus. And I'm like, I'm not going <laughs> to find anything. And then I went into this little <laughs> boutique and they're like, oh, and I told them my budget. And they're like, oh, you can literally pick any dress in this boutique. And that just made me feel so much better about myself. As soon as you start planning a wedding, your perception of money just changes so much. Like never in my life would I be like, oh, like $2,000 for chair rentals. Like that's not a bad price at all. Like let's do it. You're like, everybody bring a chair with you because we are not paying for that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> did you have a wedding planner or did you guys do it on your own? So we didn't technically have a wedding planner, but my friend um, Paige really helped me plan my wedding because we got married in Canmore, which is right outside of Calgary. Um, and she's from the Calgary mm-hmm. area. So she like really hooked me up with like vendors and stuff like that. Yeah. So she really, really helped me. And I definitely recommend having at least someone to bounce ideas off with, like either getting a wedding planner or like um, your maid of honor, or your mom, who's just like so invested and is really going to help you. Cause it's a lot, <laughs> a lot to plan a wedding. Yeah. I would definitely think that having some form of a professional or someone, even a friend who's been there and done that already. Like I have a couple of friends who have been married a couple of times already. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to follow your, your wedding advice in terms of keeping together because they're, they're divorced, but <laughs> you can go to them and like advice about wedding venues and cost and budgeting and where to go and get good advice from people that have been through it already. When you get married, are you going to have a bridal party? That's like your groomsmen and your bridesmaids, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how many people is it's typical or standard in a in a party. It's like what three or four? Yeah. So actually, in North America, it's usually around three or five. I kind of like it actually because I feel like it would be like a competition: who's going to be my three closest friends and who's going to be able to be my wedding party, and I can have like a survivor like challenge to make sure that it's like the best person's going to win and gets to be my best man or something. <laughs> if you do end up doing a survivor groomsman, can I be a part of it? Because I want to just watch from the sidelines, not actually be a contender. I just want to watch to see how this is all going to go down. <laughs> Like, hmm, didn't say happy birthday to me on time. Minus 20 points. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And I do think that, okay, so our wedding party was insane. There was 14 of us. Well, like seven on each side. It was wild, but I will say this. The dance floor never faded. And I think it's because, you know, the my bridesmaids and the groomsmen, they never stopped. They right. were on that dance floor, like getting people. <laughs> on that dance floor and we also had a couple friends too um my sister's two friends who are my really good friends too um we invited them to the wedding and i was like listen i'm like you guys are my hype team i'm like don't ever let the dance floor fade and they (laughs) lived up to it was it hard to maintain having that many people in your bridal parties or did you find that it made your wedding i guess easier because you had more people to rely on i had a seven page itinerary for the day I was like, listen, you can have a bathroom break here. You can eat here. (laughs) It was like, I'm not even kidding you. It was like time down to like the second. It was very detailed oriented. And I think that that's why everything went off so well. And there was no hiccups throughout Mm -hmm. the day because it was so exactly timed out perfectly. And they didn't want the wrath of Victoria if things were not going according to the itinerary. (laughs) 
<laughs> Listen, it's funny because one of Garrett's groomsmen, like when we sent out the itinerary, he's like, oh, this isn't very detailed. And Garrett's like, oh, like, haha, like so sarcastic. He's like, no, it's just one page. And he's like, scroll. And he's like, oh, <laughs> he like didn't scroll. And there's like, you know, like there were so many. It was insane. Your wedding was pre-COVID. Now, because of the pandemic still, and, you know, we're not exactly clear, like when we're going to be able to invite more people and things are going to be kind of different. Some people are doing tiers when it comes to their wedding list. So like people that are in group A, people that are in group B, group C, it's, it's kind of like the whole social thing where you kind of have to pick and choose people to invite to the wedding based off of, I guess, how close they are to you. I think it could be really successful because it kind of makes you restrict on how many people are going to be coming to your wedding and who's more important to you. And you know what? I think with COVID, people are so much more understanding. If they're in mm-hmm. level A, B or C, D, E, you know, I think they're just like, you know what? Like we get it. Like with the COVID restrictions, like you do whatever you want to do. Like, I feel like people are just mm-hmm. so much more empathetic towards people getting married now. They understand, you know, they're not out here trying to give you a hard time for being in group see you know they just want to see you get married and start your life depends on who the person is and what tier i'm in yes 100 percent. if you were tier f i'm just kidding <laughs> like again like i say if my best friend was getting married i'd assume i'd be in tier a and if she said like sent me a, a thing in the mail saying oh i'm sorry like you're in tier b because my family is more important all stuff i would be mad because I'm like, I get you, it's your family, but yo, we go back 25 years. <laughs> I'm top of the friends list right now, you know? <laughs> so who would you kick out? Her grandma? You'd be like, okay, excuse me, grandma. Like, I deserve to be in tier A. I would 100% say that. Especially because I already have my speech ready to go for my best friend's wedding. And we made a pact a couple years ago where we said that we were going to ruin each other's wedding in a like in a fun way like we're gonna tell stories that um our families don't know about kind of like inside jokes type of a thing and i'm like i have stories that your mom is gonna go crazy over and she has to hear them so i have to be at your wedding it has to happen (laughs) i well i'm actually scared but i would like to see a video of that (laughs) if you do end up getting on the mic and uh talking about her That would be really funny to watch. I still think tears are definitely necessary with the COVID protocols. Kind of pick and choose. And, you know, as you said, people are going to be much more understanding. And I think it's a situation like that where social could be effective. I've even seen people do like GoFundMes for their weddings is now too. I don't know. I think crowdfunding for your wedding is a little bit weird. It's a little tough. I'm not going to lie. But I mean, if you want (laughs) to start a GoFundMe for me... (laughs) (laughs) It's tacky, but I'll take the money. (laughs) I could just see the wheels spinning. You're like, wait a minute. How much money can I raise here? Jamie, we are chatting about weddings today and weddings during COVID, which I mean, just is crazy. I feel for all the COVID brides out there, like it's, it's gotta be hard. One trend though, that doesn't seem to be going away anytime soon is the bridesmaid and groomsman proposals. So when you get engaged to ask your fellow bridesmaids or fellow groomsmen to be in your wedding party, the trend is to, you know, give them a gift maybe a bottle of wine with her name Mm -hmm. on it with a card that says, you know, will you be my bridesmaid or like um, a gift basket 
What do you think about that? I've only been a groomsman once and I didn't get a crazy invitation or anything. I think I got a text from my brother, actually, or maybe a phone call. But like that was it. It was nothing extravagant. Is it necessary to do it? No, no, no. Sorry. No, I'm not doing it. I'm just going to ask my groomsman <laughs> if you want to be at my party. <laughs> Are you just going to send them a Snapchat? Just be like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like you know, I'll send you like a, a Facebook message or something. Did you do that for your bridal party? Because you said you had seven in each one. So my bridesmaids were just scattered all over the place. So I just sent them cards, just something simple. It said like, will you be my bridesmaid? Were they handmade cards? Um, They were off of Etsy. So I hope it's handmade. So someone else made them. Okay. <laughs> yes, someone else well, made them. <laughs> I was looking online. I did see some people had some really fancy things. Like I said, gift baskets, engraved people's names in like bottles of wine, watches. I've seen guys get money clips or something. I think it could be a nice thing to do. One of the easiest ways to keep your guests in the loop is by having a wedding website. And there are so many um, options out there to choose from, like the Knot, Wedding Wire, Appy Couple, which is actually what Garrett and I chose to go through to design our wedding website, Minted. And a lot of them are free too, or like the, it's super cheap. But the benefits of it is you get to share not only like the date you're getting married and the travel information and, you know, where to book rooms or if there's a special promo, but guests can RSVP right on the website. So you don't have to deal with, you know, like sending out the invite and then asking people to send, you know, the little slip that goes in it filling out their Mm -hmm. information like yes i will be attending yes i will be having chicken like you can do that right on (laughs) the website and what we loved about it too is that we could share our story of how garrett and i met so you know people get a little bit more background information on us then we could share our bridal party bios as well so just like little write-ups of like these people who are you standing beside us on our special day and people could upload photos of themselves at the wedding onto our website so it was a great way to like go back afterwards and collect all these photos of our guests. One thing that's really cool that you could do, you can use a hashtag on social media as well. Everything is there for you guys on your special day. I'm assuming yours, I think I read it before, was like pegged as a hatsy. Yeah, finally pegged as a hatsy, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which is super cute and it's really cool to see those. So yeah, I think a wedding website is definitely a good idea. Okay, Victoria, mine is your own wedding. I want to know what is your favorite part about a wedding? This is such an unpopular opinion, but I love speeches at a wedding. I love when the parents get up there and talk about their son or daughter, and then they welcome, you know, the significant other into their family. I love hearing the stories from the groomsmen and the bridal party. I just, I love the speeches. I do. When they're (laughs) done right they can make a wedding. But if the speech is bad, then I can definitely break a wedding. I have spoken at all three weddings that I've been to. And (laughs) at my one friend's wedding, she happened to have it over the Labor Day long weekend, which happens to be my birthday. I even got up and I said, oh, my friend Megan just, of course, is having her wedding on my birthday, kind of taking away from my birthday, but whatever. And then (laughs) the entire room, the entire room saying happy birthday to me at her wedding. (laughs) Oh, that's really sweet. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> You're like, today may be about you, but it's also about me. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I told him, like, you knew who I am. You knew this was going to happen. But yeah, I, I think a good speech can definitely make it or break it. What else do you like? Obviously a good MC. I feel like makes a wedding um, and having a good DJ. Oh my God. To get that dance floor moving, especially if like, if that's important to you, you know, if like, if you want your guests to dance and party, and if you want that to be what your wedding, you know, is about, then having a good DJ is key. Like you, I'm a big fan of the dance floor at a wedding. I love just tearing it up and having a good time and just having some really good music. I like mingling. A lot of times at weddings, there's a lot of people that you don't know or don't know very well. So you kind of get to share stories and make some new friends. And of course, the food. That's like the best part about the wedding is you get to have a big feast. And I feel like that's something that we can both agree on. What we don't like about weddings is waiting for the food. And the vows. Not crazy about vows all the time. <laughs> no? You know when things are just a little bit too lovey-dovey and like everything's perfect and we love each other and we were meant to be and all that stuff. I'm just like, oh, it's like an after school special. Cool. You know, I just want someone to be like, I didn't like this person at first and I don't know why we were dating. And then we just kicked it and it worked and it clicked. I'm like, I like those like down to earth, keep a real homeschool style stories, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Um, have you thought about what you would say to Kyle or is that like too soon and too much? I think I would probably repeat the line that I told them after like we dated for about a month. I said, you know, there's three things I look for in a partner. Someone who is my height or taller, someone who is in their career and someone who's around my age. You are a zero of these three things to me. <laughs> so... <laughs> So here's to forever. Right. <laughs> I think oh that's gosh. so funny. I think that's so funny. I love that so much. Part of my vows, I said, um, and I promise, because Garrett's a farmer, I'm like, I mm -hmm. promise to love you through seeding, spraying, haying, harvesting, hunting, and calving season. And I remember his aunt in the audience was like, take it back, take it back. <laughs> it was just really funny. <laughs> but she also knew what she was talking about. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm like, God damn it, I should have not said a thing. <laughs> Hey, Jamie, it is my favorite part of the show. It is trivia time. Uh, you know, I'm going to be terrible. We're talking about weddings. I know nothing. I know. I know. Get ready. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Okay. First question. Out of all the different destination weddings you can choose from, blank is the most popular with more than 100,000 weddings there every year. Most popular wedding destination, Mexico or Jamaica? It is Las Vegas, 100,000 weddings a year, which makes sense because think of all of the drunk people in Las Vegas. So we're like, you know what, let's just get married. How many pounds did Queen Victoria's cake weigh? 300, 500, 700, or 850? I just want to clarify, you're not talking about yourself as a queen, right? No. Okay. <laughs> um, how much did the cake weigh? I don't know, 750? 
It was 300 pounds. That sounds like a lot still. <laughs> 300 pounds. Like think of like how much you weigh and probably double it. Double my weight in cake. That sounds like a good life actually. <laughs> that does sound like a good life. How much is the average engagement ring? $500, 1500 3500 or $4,000? I thought engagement rings were a lot less than that. So, um... <laughs> Let's go, let's go 1500 The average engagement ring costs $4,000. Are you kidding me for the no. engagement ring? Yeah. So what are you spending on a wedding ring? That's crazy, right? So that's why people have socials and have GoFundMes for their wedding. I understand now, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Which month is the least popular to get married? November, December, January, or March? It has to be January. Yes, you're right. No one likes the cold except you. <laughs> except me. Yeah. Which month is the most popular to get married in? May, June, July, or September? I feel like June would be the best month for people to get married. Okay, I 100% agree, but it's September now. I think people are liking, you know, the cool breeze, the fall colors. And my birthday. It's in September, so that makes sense, Tori. <laughs> and Jamie's birthday. Oh my god. Hey, I told you I was gonna do terrible like trivia, so let me have this, okay? <laughs> oh my god, yes. So Jamie, do you feel more prepared about planning your wedding? I'm still a ways away from that, so I do feel ready for when that does happen years down the road. I still can't believe that Queen Victoria's wedding cake weighed 300 pounds. I feel like you'd just be eating cake forever. That's the meal. There's no dinner. You're just eating a lot of cake. <laughs> That's cake. what you're going to be getting. So thank you for teaching me about weddings and all the stuff I need to know and things I probably should or should not say if I'm an MC or writing vows. I feel like I feel very educated today. So thank you, Victoria. And if you need help planning your wedding, just give me a call, Jamie. I got you. Yeah. She's going to send you a seven page itinerary. So <laughs> you'll be good to go. <laughs> you'll be so organized though. Until then, we'll talk to you later. And find out, by the way, if it's dumb, dumb, da da or da, 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 dum. I need to know for it's next time. Dumb, dumb, da, dum. <laughs> that sounds weird. Why are you calling someone dumb when you're singing? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs>